another edition of Fantasy Football. Love them, hate them. Week 7 style this time around. I am your host, Adam Miles Hawkins, on Adam's Plus One. My Plus One, my weekly Plus One. Also, my very good friend and expert representing Walter Picks, Connor Spiritas. Welcome in again, Connor. You beat me last week in Dynasty League. You embarrassed me. But I still welcome you back with open arms. How are we doing? Yo, yo. Thanks for the intro, brother. Um, no, it's great to be here again. I appreciate you having me on here. Uh, super excited to get into the week seven show. I think that uh, we had some good takes. We had some bad takes week six. Really loved getting to go through uh, our little TikTok live we did together tonight that we are doing weekly on TikTok. And uh, man, I'm ready, to, I'm ready to rock and roll. What, what are we doing today? What are we doing? What are we doing? Do you want to go over uh, your picks from week six? Give a quick review. Got to go pull them up. I don't know how much I like them, but uh, you do. A, you want to do yours first? Or you want me to do mine first? You know what? I got mine. While well, you're looking for yours, I'm going to do mine. Okay. Go for it. Go for it. My first big boom play, my two top boom plays were Isaiah Pacheco and uh, David Montgomery. My Pacheco didn't get the touchdown I wanted, but still yardage-wise, he did his job around 14, 15 points against that Denver defense. Not as great as I wanted it to be. Monty got hurt. So I'm going to say two L's on that. Um, Justin Fields as well, my third love. So I'm going to say love, <laughs> not the greatest for me. But on the on the bus side, I think I did pretty great. Um, I ended up nailing that I didn't think Derrick Henry was going to – or excuse me, not Derrick Henry, Alexander Madison. I didn't think he was going to blow up. I had Rashad White going on the low side, and then Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson actually did pretty well. So hit or miss, not the best day. Well, I, I, I can just second that. We're over here giving love them and hate them, and I can just tell you here's my love side, and, and we'll just stop there. But my love side, Jordan Addison, they, they have an APB out for him in Chicago because he still is missing. He didn't show up. <laughs> neither, did, neither did the Vikings offense. Uh, so that was a no-go. Uh What's funny is one of my hates of the week was Amari Cooper, and uh, he had a pretty nice game. Jared, Jared Goff, I said, I didn't love Jared Goff. Had a pretty nice game. Uh, and then one of my other loves, my other two loves, uh, James Cook, who was second string uh, to start the game off, and, <laughs> and and Joe Burrow with a tasty matchup against Seattle. He decided, you know what, the defense is going to get us home today. So, right. hey, this is why we love this, right? This is why we love it. Do we it again. Do We're going to get it this time. We're going to get it this time. I'll, I hate I'm going to start us off here with a with a quick love. So I'm going to go with my number one love of the week. All um, right. It's going to, I'm going to go with a matchup-wise. It's the full receiving core for this team. But specifically, A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith is get-right time. They are going to be playing uh, after that tough game against the Jets. They're going up against Miami. Really excited to see what they can do there. I have circled Devonta Smith even more because he really has struggled to start the season. So really excited to see what he can do. Miami is ranked the 23rd, or excuse me, Miami is ranked 23rd versus wide receivers when it comes to fantasy points allowed. Remember the Bills game. You, we talked about it on our on our show earlier today. It's the one team they played that was solid. They let up a lot of points. Mm-hmm. So I could see Devonta Smith, A.J. Brown eating at that primetime game. Uh, I think that, that they're going to come out swinging. And again, the scoring line for the last three games, this is for Devonta Smith, 11, 1, and 6. Devonta Smith was supposed to be wide tier, almost wide receiver one, high wide receiver two, 11, one, six, and three games, half PPR. I got Devonta Smith, my first love. That's a great matchup. Very nice, very nice. My first love, passing it back over here to me, Brandon Ayuk, a guy that we talked about quite a bit on our TikTok live just a few minutes ago for those who were on there. Uh, okay, 
He scored less than 12 points in three of the last four games. Kind of similar to Devontae Smith, right? Not as bad in terms of the low, the lows here, the floor, but this is a get-right game for him. Vikings defense is allowing the third most points to wide receivers. We've got injuries coming into the game, CMC and Debo. This just smells like a Brandon Ayuk, 100 yards in a touchdown in Minnesota. I love the matchup. He's their best receiver. That's my number one love. Why don't you take uh, take me down? Who's your number two love of the week? Nice, nice. B.I., awesome pick. I'm going to go with my number two love of the week. I'm going to go with a guy that's a quarterback. He's going up against those New York Giants. I'm going to go Sam Howell. Really like Sam Howell's matchup. I know uh, we talked about it pre-show that we both liked this guy. I was seeing if I was going to beat you to it. I did. You did. Sam Howell's <laughs> going up against the New York Giants this week. Uh, he's he's uh, ranked the 12th best quarterback right now. 12th best quarterback right now at the position. QB five and QB eight the last two weeks. Uh, 25 points, 19 points respectively. Uh, we got the Giants. They did look good against Josh Allen this past week. I know some people are are a little wary. Maybe the Giants are having a little reformation and they, they're, they're going to try to put it together. They got to remember their head coach is, is, uh, is Dable. Dable came from the Bills. I think that he had their number. He, he knows everything about that team. So I, that, that's why I believe they were able to shut down the Bills. They cannot stop a runny nose in the wintertime. So I think that, uh, I think that Sam Howell has a field day. And he is my number two love. Adam, back at you. Who is your second guy you love the most this week? Yeah, you know, sorry, guys. I got to call an audible uh, Omaha, (laughs) Omaha, because my man, I knew you were going to get Howell in there, and you did. We came prepared. That's what we do. My number two love of the week is a guy that I spent a little bit of money on in the waiver wires in one of my leagues. It's a guy that's starting to see more ticks in production. We talked about it on the live. Listen, some of these teams realized uh, six weeks into the season, if we just throw this guy the ball a lot, good things happen. And the Falcons figured that out. Drake London, wide receiver, he's going at the um, going against the Bucks in Tampa Bay. Tar- his targets have steadily risen over the last four weeks from six to seven, nine to 12 of his production has followed in terms of points, five, 11, 14, 21. Should have plenty of opportunities against Tampa Bay. And again, good things happen when you throw to your number one. I like Drake London this weekend as my number two love. Who is your number three love? And hopefully you don't steal my number four love. Go for it. My, my last one, and I, I don't think it's going to be because I took a stab on it, Thursday night games. You don't like Thursday night games, so I know you're not going to have them. Uh, I'm going to go with a wide receiver in this game. This is Saints against the Jags. I'm going to go with Chris Olave. Chris Olave against the Jags. Two duds this year. If you get rid of those two games, I believe it was week five, four and five, like three catches for 16 yards. It was gross. The other four games, over double-digit fantasy points in every single game, uh, only those two duds. I think that uh, the Saints win the games that he plays well in, so I think that they're going to continue to try to use him. Since Kamars came back, it's been hard to get him back in the offense. I think that does get right. Jags are ranked 22nd on defense against wide receivers. Uh, Let's see here. The next four games for Olave, he's got a combination of the Vikings, the Bears. Um, he's got this matchup right now against the Jags, which against high-scoring games, they usually the, the Jags were up thirty-one to six against the Colts, ended up like a thirty-one twenty game. They give up yards, they give up points. So I could see Olave having one of these big boom games. It's coming. I think it could be a Thursday night game. Olave, my number three love of the week. What do you have for me, Adam, as your third? Very great. We all, man, just just loving Olave this week as well. Even though it's Thursday night, I do like that matchup. Okay, so 
I decided I could go with a very obvious one in DeAndre in DeAndre Swift, who I do I just love the matchup. We you talked about that, but you know what? We all know that 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 matchup bodes well for a team that's coming off a loss at home. I'm going to go deep into the weeds here. We're starting to get into bye weeks. We're starting to to start to where's the value? Who's starting to play well? What are you seeing on the field? What are your eyes seeing when you're watching the games? Two weeks in a row, I've watched this kid who, who wears the right number at tight end. He wears 87. And he plays for the lot. I was going to mess it up. Las Vegas Raiders. I almost said the Oakland Raiders. The Las yeah. Vegas Raiders. Michael Meyer. This oh, guy yeah. here. This guy has some some juice to him, right? He is explosive. Mm-hmm. In, their, in the last two games, he's seen more volume. He's got seven catches, 114 yards, and uh, he scored a combined 18 points. But there are six teams on by, so he's worth a roll of the dice right in this matchup. The Bears' defense isn't good, but also they're not great against tight ends. They've allowed four tight ends over 10 points, and including two of them who have gone over 19 points. So wow. in a game where it looks like we're going to have some backup QBs probably, tight ends are always safe, good matchup. Uh, mm-hmm. I expect a lot of a lot of Josh Jacobs in, in the tight end to get active. Aiden O'Connell maybe will be starting. He might be looking for the tight end. That's a sneaky love matchup of the week right there for you. I like that sneaky one. He actually – I feel like the last two games they've started off hitting him a couple times in the first quarter. So maybe they can get him worked into the rest of the game plan. So awesome take, man. So those are our loves for the week. Well, let's go for our hates for the week, Adam. You want to start this off or you want me to go first? You go ahead and go first on the hates. You're, a hate, you're right. the hater of the group. You know, I, I'm, I'm a very hater. So I, I have three of them. On those loves, Adam, I have some pretty facts, and I throw out some numbers for you. These ones are pretty straight to the point. A lot of them are <laughs> matchup-based, but I got some good reasons behind it. So number one hate, and people aren't going to like this. I'm still starting this guy, Adam. I have him in a bunch of my leagues. Stefan Diggs. Oh. I hate him this week. The reason is, again, don't take him out of your lineup. I'm just – I would not be surprised if he goes uh, on the lower side of things scoring-wise. It's going up against the Patriots this week. We know what Belichick does to your best weapon. Devontae Adams last week, dud. A couple weeks ago, you go look at Tyreek Hill's numbers. I guarantee you his worst game was against the New England Patriots. I know he snuck in a touchdown, five catches, 40 yards, 50 yards. Belichick is going to take away Stephon Diggs. The Bills are going to roll the Patriots, in my opinion. Um, But I just see Diggs not being the focal point of the offense for this Week 7 matchup. That's my first hate. Adam, what do you got? Yeah, no, maybe, they, maybe, maybe they try to get the tight ends involved. I know I don't think Dalton Kincaid even dressed for the last game. That's been yeah. weird. So, yeah, okay. All right, I like that. That is uh, – you know me, I'm a Belichick guy, so hopefully that doesn't happen for the owners of Diggs. But if it does, Connor warns you. Okay, my first, <laughs> my first one – okay, we got the numbers and everything. I can go through it. But, number one, this is just matchup-based purely. Kirk Cousins at home against the Niners without Justin Jefferson. They looked pretty – out of sync without JJ against the Bears, and the Bears don't have that great of a defense. Now you've got the Niners coming in, ready to go on Monday Night Football. Not good for Kirk Monday Night. We all know primetime Kirk. They're going to be ready to roll. And I don't know if you know this, but the Niners defense has given up five passing touchdowns and they have ten interceptions. So do the math. That's not really great for for opposing QBs. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with. I hate that matchup for, for Kirk. Obviously, if you're in like a, a two QB league, I understand you might be playing, but if you're not, look somewhere else. You know, Connor obviously just talked about Sam Howell. I think there's other options out there. That's my number one hate of the week. What do you got for number two? Well, I'm going to tell you this. You robbed me of one of my hates, and so I'm going to have to go audible here soon too. But I'm going to go with uh, my, my second hate of the week is going to be a running back in the Colts-Browns game. 
that Browns defense, they are for real. This guy is on the up and up. His uh, snap share went from 19 to 42% over the last two weeks. Jonathan Taylor. Uh, one, Moss is still a thing. Zach Moss is still around. I think that he's not going to be phased out as much as we'd like to as Jonathan Taylor owners yet. Uh, and again, he's still got some juice left. The Browns defense. I'm going to throw some facts at you. So I guess I do. Have some Last yeah, week, the Cleveland Browns went up against uh, the 49ers. CMC injured. Four points. Five points. Uh, the week before, I know they had a bye week in there somewhere, but Gus Edwards, leading rusher, 48 yards. Whew. Week before that, Derrick Henry, leading rusher, 20 yards. Week before that, Najee Harris, 48 yards. <laughs> I don't like any running game going up against the Cleveland Browns. Jonathan Taylor, on my hate list. You're up. Who is your number two hate guy, hate player of the week? We'll stick with running backs, and we'll even stick in the same division as the Cleveland Browns, but I'm not going to limit it to one player, okay? Okay. All of the Baltimore Ravens running backs, not the quarterback who is a really great runner. I'm talking about the running backs traditionally. Love the guys it. are handing the ball off to. Mm-hmm. All of them are on my hate matchup, hate them of the week, because they are going against the Detroit Lions defense, who is on a legitimate, when I say historic run, this is a very uh, – is, this is insane. I, I I mean, reading about it, I thought it was – I thought someone was joking when I read the tweet. In the first five games, I can tell you for sure, they gave up 342 total rushing yards. It was like through five weeks for the Lions. That was the least amount of rushing yards they've given up since like 1930. Wow. 1938. But through six weeks, so through all of the week, they've only given up 388 total rush yards. They have not allowed a team – a team to rush over 100 yards. They are stingy on the, on the run game. So I expect if anyone's going to have a good running effort, it's going to be Lamar off pass play. So I yep, like yep. – and then, and then we talked about it too, right? Um, the, the the running back situation there, usage between Hill and Edwards is cloudy. So just do not love any of those um, running backs for that reason. And, yeah, so I'm going to I'm gonna say all running backs for the, the, uh, the Ravens against the Lions. What do you got for number three, hate of the week? Absolutely. No, I think that's a great take. I'm going to go with hate number three. Three of the week. I'm kind of bouncing around. Uh, I'm trying to figure out exactly what I want to do. And I think I'm going to go back to that Thursday night game. Uh, again, I would say Kirko is my other guy, Kirk Cousins. So I want to reemphasize that great pick at him as a, as a hate for the week. I'm going to go with Trevor Lawrence. Uh, I'm kind of trying to, to jinx myself because I have a bunch of stakes in Trevor Lawrence. I am taking the chance of starting Trevor Lawrence in a bunch of my leagues, even with the banged up knee. He is going up against the uh, the Saints on Thursday night, tomorrow night. I think that the matchup isn't great. Secondary for the Saints is legit. You got uh, Cam Jordan coming after you on the on the rush, Davenport. Scary defense. So I don't love the matchup for Trevor Lawrence. I think his knee's going to keep him from running. I think fantasy-wise, he, he's sneakily getting 30 to 40 rushing yards a game. I mean, that's, what, 100 yards passing in fantasy, the same amount with, uh, with four points. So I think he's not going to be able to scramble as much. I think that the Saints defense may shut down some of these receivers more than we want to see. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, hate number three. I also hope he does really well, though. That's <laughs> Let's be real, too. I mean, these guys, they're winning games. It's really been the Travis Etienne show over there. From yeah. what I can tell. Absolutely. So who is your number three hate of the week, final one of the week? What do we got? Yeah, I figured, you know what, since my audible on the love side was a tight end, I'm just going to go straight up with a tight end that I don't love. So on my hate side, another tight end. This is a guy who, if I told you over the last two weeks, had a combined six targets – because a certain receiver came back named Cooper Cup, right? And this tight end happens to be going against Pittsburgh, who's giving up, on average, eight points to the tight end position. 
and only one touchdown through six weeks. Tyler Higby, don't love the matchup for this guy. So this is a good opportunity if you have Tyler Higby and nobody's picked up Mayer in your league. Mayer, I'm not sure how you say it. This is a good opportunity. Maybe if you can roll the dice, if you feel confident in the rest of your roster, maybe sit Tyler Higby this week and go pick up a guy like uh, Michael Michael Mayer to uh, to take a chance love for a boom. Love that take. I think that's a great uh, a great move as a as a sleeper right now. So awesome takes. Those are our, our love hates. Good stuff, Adam. Yeah, and to wrap that up, just so you know, I wrote them down on a nice sheet of paper cleanly. So next week we don't have to guess. I'll just snap them right <laughs> off for you. All right. Love how it. about we? We transition over. We've got two decisions that came in from listeners. Uh, one of them we talked about on the TikTok live. I, maybe we talked about both of them, but let's kind of give everyone our, our take. I'll let you lead the first one. And that decision is this. Connor, for the rest of the season, the rest of the NFL season, you get one of these guys in your on your roster you for a starting spot in your flex. Pretty good team, by the way. One of these guys on your roster. Who are you starting? Amon Ross St. Brown. AJ Brown or Keenan Allen? Awesome question. Again, it's a loaded team, it sounds like. Uh, we discussed this. I think that immediately, just to, to save us time, too, AJ Brown is the one I want to drop out of the that top three. Again, nothing to do with how good of a player he is. Keenan Allen has just been a freak of nature so far, and that Chargers offense is, is so pass heavy. Uh, touchdown wise, he's there. Amon Ra is the focal point. He's the Mr. Consistent. Uh, I, I absolutely love him for the Lions. And AJ, as much as he is putting up the number two, Jalen Hurts is stealing value on the line, at the goal line with rushing touchdowns. Devonta Smith eventually is going to start waking up and getting some of those points. Swift is continuing. To, like, the Eagles are just a juggernaut. So the, the guy I want out of that offense probably is Jalen Hurts. Uh, or buy low on Devonta Smith. So that's where I'm at. So then we go to Amon Ra, Keenan Allen. I go to Amon Ra just because of him being the focal point of that offense. I think that Keenan Allen has Eckler behind him, who's also that big, big name. If you go look at the Detroit Lions, that other big name right now, Sam Laporta. Like also big name, but not nearly as big as an Austin Eckler. So I'd go Amon Ra, St. Brown. That is my pick rest of the season out of those three players. I'll throw it at you, Adam. What is your decision on those three? Yeah, immediately you got to look at A.J. Brown and say it's not about the player. It's about the situation and the circumstances. Mm-hmm. One, one, it's who's on the best offense. These are all really good offenses, so they all check the box. The next step right. is let's talk about who has the most weapons around them to eat while well, he has the most people around him to eat. You've got the Goddard. You've got Swift. You've got a good backup running back. You've got Smith. We know he's going to come alive. And, again, Jalen Hurts takes stuff away at the goal line. Okay, so he's got the most crowded. So he, he moves away. And then another step, another step that I, I don't mean to take a shot at the quarterback, but if we ask what quarterbacks do you trust to get to get the ball right now, right now to their receivers, I'm, I'm going to say Jalen is the weak link there. So we'll mm-hmm. move AJ aside. Then we get to Amon and, and Allen, right? I, I just think if you're looking for the boom, you're going to go with Keenan because he he can right. have the game, he can he have is. the two or three touchdowns. He's capable. Right. But if we're talking about consistent engine of an offense, who's going to be playing in a dome for the rest of the way, who still has two, four games left against the bears and the Vikings. He's going to play them twice, which is just great because the Vikings, they play them two more times. They play them twice. Those will both be in a dome. Goff has some games in a, in a dome down the stretch. I like Amon. He's just a consistent receiver. And I would tell you he's in a better offense than the, uh, than the chargers based off the offensive line. So I am going with Amon and, with Jamison Williams coming on, 
him stretching the field vertically, man, it opens up so much for Amon underneath and Laporta. So I'm going that route. That's our that's our first decision of the week. I say we transition over to the second decision, mm-hmm. and this is a little bit different. This one will be for the week. So this last question was for the season. Now mm-hmm. the second question is for this week going into week seven. We've got Jordan Addison, who will be at home on Monday Night Football against the San Francisco 49ers coming off that loss against none other than the Cleveland Browns, who we are pitting him up against here. So Jordan Addison or Amari Cooper for the Cleveland Browns going against the Indianapolis Colts, I believe. Who do you like this week and why? The floor is yours. Jordan Addison going up against the Niners. Amari Cooper going up against the Colts. We got Cleveland. Uh, Deshaun Watson came out today, I believe. He came out and said that he's not fully healthy. He doesn't know when he's going to be healthy. This guy, it's it's a mess. I mean, he can't. He, uh, one, I'm not a fan of the guy for other reasons off the football field. And two, he, he's not doing well in, in the football world anyway. His team is great. His defense is awesome. Good running game. Poor, horrible thing that Chubb got knocked out. They've still been able to do stuff. Uh, Amari, Amari actually has looked pretty decent. And they have P.J. Walker tossing the ball to him. Looked really good last week. On the other hand, Jordan Addison. They <laughs> – what did you say earlier? <laughs> they had, they were still searching for him in Chicago. The dude didn't even show <laughs> There's up. There's an APB out for him right now. The cops are the They can't find him. The Vikings, the Vikings are asking if he's at O'Hare. Is he at the O'Hare Park? Because we haven't seen him. So. <laughs> going up against San Francisco, it will not be easy. I'm going to go out on a limb. I feel like you can go the other way. I'm going to go with uh, Jordan Addison. We'll take the flyer. I think that my uh, Minnesota's just going to be behind the whole game, and 49ers are going to have their, their foot on the gas pedal. Vikings will have to throw. Hopefully Addison catches that one long ball or catches a couple over the middle. I think it's going to be challenging. I think if there is any weak point, it's the cornerbacks of the 49ers. Their defensive line and linebackers and safeties are honestly their strength. Cornerbacks are any bit that's not perfect. So uh, I'm going to go Addison in this one. All right. What are you going, Addison? Well, last week I said Amari Cooper was on my hate list, and then the guy went out there, and I'm watching the games, and I don't know about you. I, I imagine knowing you, you probably have a either a really cool setup or you've got a lot going on on Sundays. I don't know. Got a lot you can tell everyone. What does it look – and by the way, this would be a good opportunity to give you some advice. Uh, not advice, but maybe like a little nudge. I'm not sure what your setup looks like or what Sunday looks like, but for content it would be really cool if you had someone film what you look like on a Sunday because I know I look crazy with my iPad and my TVs, but – I'm, I'm curious, what does it look like in your room when you're watching games? What do you got? I, I got uh, – we have my living room. We have a nice coffee table. Uh, everything comes off that table, and it becomes my table for the day. I have – I bring all of my my screens and my monitors in. I have three monitors on the table. I have my large TV that uh, I have my Sunday ticket on. So I have four games on there, no Sunday ticket on the TV. Those I can rotate. I have on my biggest monitor, Red Zone, with a little speaker underneath it. That's my main sound. And then I have my right screen with my fantasy scores. And then my middle screen is going to be a national game, the CBS or the Fox game. Stream it off of there. So I have the main game that aren't on Sunday ticket. I have Sunday ticket on the top. I have Sunday ticket on my left. You name a game, Adam, I'll pull it up within 25 seconds. That's So all I will tell you this. This is what you're going to do. You're going to get uh, – is it Ann, Annie? I got Annie. Yep. I'll have my wife get a little picture of me. Or a little get her, get, hey, she needs to get it. She needs a vertical shot of that. And then you need to send it to me so we can have you saying what you just said and get show the <laughs> listeners and people on, on there, what type of dedication we get out of you. Okay. sweet. Oh, so yeah. I'm sitting there on the couch and I'm like, man, Mark Cooper's going to get locked up today. Right. They throw the ball on the sideline, two guys on him. He just goes up there, mosses it, had a nice <laughs> game. 
So now I'm going to come back to reality. I'm not just going to jump off of that, but I think, I think the, I think the Niners are going to roll the Vikings pretty easily. And I think, I think Cooper, I don't think it matters who's throwing him the ball. I think he's going to make some plays. So I'm going to lean towards Cooper. I really am disappointed in Addison though. I thought he was going to kind of step up in that game and he didn't. He had the touchdown catch, which was nice, but that was about it. By the way, he did catch touchdown. But um, I thought there'd be more production. I was thinking closer to like eight or nine catches. So yep. I'm going to lean with Cooper this week. I'm rocking with my guy Cooper. Awesome. I love it. That's a good one to check in on next week. I think that they both are interesting in plays, and uh, we'll see what happens. It's going to be great. Definitely. Well, Connor, uh, I, that is all I have for the show. Is there anything else you want to discuss fantasy football related? Nope. I'm all good. I just want to thank you again for for having me join. It's it's a pleasure as always to talk with you and uh, I'm looking forward to next week going over these and uh, continuing to talk fantasy with you, brother. Appreciate it. All right. Yeah, you bet. Well, everyone, this has been another edition of the, of the fantasy football uh, podcast on my podcast. You can listen to this uh, podcast wherever you get your, uh, your streaming services from Connor. Good seeing you and everyone go give him a go give him a follow on TikTok, Instagram at Jaguars.walterfix. Have a great night, man, and we'll talk soon. Peace.